Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. And I'm Al. And we're back. Yes. Yes, we're actually pretty excited about recording right now. Um, we decided that we were going <coughs> to come back be after being away for a little bit. We told you in our last episode what was happening, mm -hmm. so no need to recap that. But you know what I will recap? How you can enjoy our podcast. Like, follow, and subscribe. Like, follow, and subscribe. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We're on Instagram. The Dueling Club. The Dueling Club podcast group. Um, we're also on Twitter. Haven't posted anything in a little bit, but I will. Um, you can listen to us. Where can you listen to us, Al? Basically everywhere. Uh, we're hosted on Podbean, but you can listen to us on on Spotify and Apple stuff and all that Google goodness. Play, yeah. CastBox, <clears throat> pretty much anywhere. Yeah, Jen handles logistics, I just talk. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we love you. Keep coming. And we will definitely do shout-outs. We have for a lot of people who have, have talked to us. Stephanie Persephone, you're pretty awesome. I like that name. Max, you're pretty awesome, too. Thank you for the comments. Keep them coming. And, you know, goose. <laughs> anyway, so this is what's up. Um, let's do a little bit of a recap for our lives, essentially. Uh, I, I mean, there's no, nothing has changed in the past week. Like, How's your ear? Uh, um, we're at 95%. I can hear out of my right ear. I can mostly hear out of my left ear. Um, yeah, that's about it. We are currently looking for a new place to live. <clears throat> I had the feeling. Yeah. I also mentioned it that you should do that. So. Well, we were we were considering it because I don't I don't want to jump into anything just because it's what I feel at that moment. I want to make sure that it's not a fleeting feeling. But I think that it's one of those things where um, I think what happened is sort of the catalyst for it because there's no way that you were going to stay. There no. for much longer anyway. Yeah. Um, it's inconvenient. It's cheap. But now now, your safety is also a concern. So it's just, what's the point in staying there? There's yeah, no there benefit. is no value that yeah. you can put on your safety. Yeah, so, so I think that it's just your time to go. Yes. It was a good place while it lasted. And now it, it it's did starting what you needed to be time to, be. to move on. Yes, exactly. Um since we were so last weekend I was on vacation mm -hmm. um, and it was awesome mm -hmm. but I ate like crap mm -hmm. um, I actually gained 2.2 pounds which is like nothing but which okay. is it's water weight it's literally I didn't eat I didn't drink enough water which sounds counterintuitive but it happens mm -hmm. um, I didn't drink enough water I had things that were salty, so whatever water I did have, my body was like... <laughs> yep. Um, As bodies do. Yes. So, we started this week off with a fast, which is not necessarily for everyone, but, you know, it worked. And yeah. 
I feel better. My body feels better. I had enough water. Everything was good. So today, for lunch with mom, uh, this is what I wanted to tell you earlier, mm-hmm. for lunch with mom and our sister and, and the baby, um, they we had tacos, but they had them on the wheat tortillas. Mm-hmm. But the wheat tortillas themselves have 18 grams <coughs> of carbs. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I had half of one. So I had a, like tacos in romaine lettuce yes. as a couple of my little tacos. Mm-hmm. And then I had mom toast one of the tortillas because, you know, she likes to toast them. Mm -hmm. I had her toast it again for me. Mm -hmm. And then I ripped it into pieces Uh once it was no longer super hot. It was like my own little tortilla chips. Nice. So I put everything on top of them and basically had nachos. I mean, that works. (laughs) It was. And that ding, by the way, that ding ding was the doorbell because I got packages. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So I'm back to eating healthy and and feeling better about everything. It's good. Yes. I mean, I feel like a lot of weight loss is like a mental thing. So yes. as long as your mentality is dedicated to it and you push off the mental cues of this is what I should eat, this is what that kind of thing. Like, well, and that was you asked me why I wanted to fast, <coughs> and that was another thing mm-hmm. because I feel like. I realized that psychologically, I was telling myself that I was hungry mm-hmm. sometimes when I wasn't actually hungry. Yeah. If you want to see if you're actually hungry, uh, as a tip to people who are listening, this isn't something you should always do. But if you're feeling pangs of hunger at a certain time that you usually eat, instead of eating, have a really big glass of water and see if you're still hungry afterwards. Yes. But I've been drinking more water. And I'm saying so, in, like, in general to, yeah. to show that a lot of it is psychological. Yes. We, we set up a schedule for ourselves and our brain goes, oh, this is when I usually eat. So this yeah. is when I want the influx of, 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 of macronutrients and stuff. And you can honestly ignore that with water. Yeah. Again, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't rely on that. That can lead you into a world of like eating disorders and stuff and like we that. Don't, and we don't, we don't want to promote whatsoever. those. Yeah. Um, so that's that. And I don't want to make this into a weight loss thing. So we're done. No, no. Um, I do want to bring up the fact that other fandoms are important. Yeah. And if you're part of the Marvel, <coughs> the MCU fandom, we do have to recognize that uh, Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther. Lost his fight. Lost his, his valiant fight against colon cancer um, at the tender age of, what, 42, 43? Yeah. Um, and honestly, it's sad. He didn't I, tell anyone. Like, it reminds me. He fought me, in silence, and it's something that. It reminds me of what Dame Maggie Smith did with mm-hmm. the with the Harry Potter movies. Yep. She was doing cancer treatments while she was recording the last couple of, of movies. And she is a rock star, and he was filming. He was diagnosed in late 2016, <coughs> mm-hmm. and in early 2017, he was filming Black Panther. Yeah. I I actually got emotional talking to my girlfriend about it last night, and it was like, you know, even though we've lost him, and it's really sad. He left a, a huge mark. He he he, le- he has a legacy. He he yes. did something that people spend their entire lives to do, and sometimes don't even accomplish. You know, 
sometimes the only legacy you leave behind is your children, which is still great. Yes. But he has impacted the world in a, the world, the world that wide at in a way that people don't really get to do. So unfortunately, he's passed, but he's not gone. You yes. know, we still have him in in the art that he's left behind. Yes. And back in our fandom, um, J.K. had to decided to give back an award that she won. Mm-hmm. from the Kennedy something or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to look it up real quick because I don't want to say it incorrectly. Um, so give me a second. Um, and on another note, then I guess I'll go aside on this one. Um, DC had their um, online event last week, in a DC Fandom, I guess. And they revealed a couple of trailers. And if you haven't seen them yet, which I don't know how you haven't, you have to go check out the Wonder Woman trailer, Wonder Woman 1984, I think it is. Um, there is Zack Snyder's cut of um, Justice League and The Batman with Robert Pattinson, which again, because I like Twilight, I like Robert Pattinson, because I like Harry Potter, I like Robert Pattinson. Um, so check those out. Those are really cool trailers. Um, I can't really, I mean, this is a Harry Potter podcast, so I don't go in depth on it, but it's very good. Yeah. Okay, so back to JK and her award. So, in, um, oh goodness. So it doesn't say when she received it. Oh, last year. So last year she received the, um, Carrie, the, okay. The Kennedy Award. It's actually called (coughs) the Carrie Kennedy. The Kennedy Organization Human Rights Award. Okay. Um, it is the Ripple of Hope honor um, from the Human Rights Organization. And the head of the foundation actually said um, that her transphobic comments were against what the award stood for. Mm-hmm. And she had a conversation with JK about it, and it was kind of, you know, it was kind of, you know, against what they stood for. Mm -hmm. And JK, because it was considered transphobic. And JK said, well, my comments aren't transphobic. My comments, she did the same thing. She she doubled down on her original comments, essentially. But she gave back the award. Um, I feel like it's so sad because her books instilled in us a sense of like righteousness yes. for all people. All people are equal, no matter what your parentage is, where you stand in life, what you are, who you are. Like we're all equal. Like that's kind of what the book instilled in us. And like she doesn't believe that herself. You know. Yes. So it's it's really really tragic. Mm-hmm. But that's when you separate the art from the artist. Yeah. So Carrie Kennedy actually set, uh, posted a statement online that said something along the lines of her having talked to uh, JK about her, as she put it, profound disappointment that she has chosen to use her remarkable gifts to create a narrative that diminishes the identity of trans and non-binary people, undermining the validity and integrity of the entire transgender community. 
one that disproportionately suffers from violence, discrimination, harassment, and exclusion, and as a result, experiences high rates of suicide, suicide attempts, harm, homelessness, and mental and bodily harm. So, it... I, I echo Al's sentiments. It's a shame. Um, but the Harry Potter fandom <coughs> goes beyond her. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be good. And I'm, I get that she's trying to say, hey, we need to have a difficult conversation about how these are different things. I understand <coughs> that's her stance. But we are, we are living in a day and age when you can honestly say it's not supposed to be one group benefits because another one doesn't. There is enough for everyone to benefit. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be pitting ourselves against one another or letting other people pit us against each other. There's enough for everyone to flourish. Yeah. So that's what I have to say about that. I love that word, by the way. Flourish. Yeah. Um, it's in one of uh, it's in the Boondock Saints, mm-hmm. where they're explaining like what their mission is. Yes. And it's like we must we must uh, slay the wicked so that the weak may flourish. I don't know. Like I don't know why, but it just. Well, it's well, also flourish and blots. True, but like the word flourish, just like forever. Whenever I think of it, I think of it in that like fake. Irish accent. <laughs> well, I think of it as Flourish and Lots because yes. Harry Potter. So coming back <coughs> full circle mm-hmm. to what this episode is about. Which is, in fact, Harry Potter, believe it or not. And the Goblet of Fire. Yes. Book four. We chapter are four. Chapter four. And we are in season four, episode five. <laughs> we tried. We tried to get all of those fours, but it didn't work mm-hmm. because of the one episode where we told you what was going on. Stupid um, updates. Yes. So this is <laughs> not stupid updates. Stupid it updates. was it was necessary. So we are talking about chapter four, and it's the back to the bro chapter. Yes. Um. <coughs> so at twelve o'clock. Harry is ready to go. You could he's, say noon, by noon, no? Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's packed his trunk. He's made sure all of his magical things and all of his treats are essentially packed away. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense to me because he doesn't want Dudley or anyone to come in and be like, oh, treats, nom, 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 nom. Yes. Especially since he's on a diet. As he tends to do, though. As he tends to do, because Dudley likes to take everything for himself. Um, and even though he's ready, he's made sure to grab all of his magical stuff, because mm-hmm. we all know how the Dudley, the Dudley, the Dursleys feel about magic. Yes. Which Uncle Vernon expresses in asking how they're going to get there, what they're going to be wearing. They're going to dress normal, right? Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, um... Not really Honestly, sure. probably not, but who knows, really? Yeah, because yeah, he's like, um, they're rarely wearing anything that the Dursleys would consider normal, mm-hmm. so yeah. So the time that they're supposed to get there comes and goes. 
Yeah, because they're supposed to be there at five, mm-hmm. and they're not there at five. Um, I think what is it like two hours later or something? Um, to that let's degree? see. Uh, Harry spent the afternoon in his bedroom because yeah. he didn't want to be around Aunt Petunia, mm-hmm. making sure that her curtains were neat every few seconds, and Uncle Vernon in his best suit possible. Uh, Maybe or the traffic's bad or something. Ten past five, then quarter past five. Mm-hmm. Uh, half past five, Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia were having... No consideration at all. Yeah, they were having this conversation. No consideration at all. We might have had an engagement. Maybe they think they'll get invited to dinner if they're late. Well, there certainly won't be. Okay, Uncle Vernon, nobody wants to have dinner with you. Although maybe... Imagine having Petunia's dried pork roast idiot. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, No, but I mean, maybe Arthur Weasley because he really, really, really likes muggles. Well, number one, obviously her cooking is good. Look at her son. No, yes. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be exceptionally yes. rude, but like it's kind of just a factual thing. And um, in the middle of this conversation, half an hour after when they were supposed to show up, he he Harry hears a scream essentially, mm-hmm. and the Dursleys are scrambling around, panicking because they're hearing stuff. That they don't understand where it's coming from. Obviously, it's coming from the living room, but it's like loud <coughs> bangings and scrapings, and they have no idea what's happening. Um, and there it says voices could be heard from inside the blocked fireplace. Why would you have a fireplace and block it? If it's a perfectly acceptable working fireplace, it's why an would you ornamental it? one, just supposed to make the room look nice. No, because you find out. Well, yes, the one that they have there is an ornamental one, but why wouldn't you just have the one that's there? I don't know. Okay. So basically, um, they they hear people going crazy in the walls. Yes. Not going crazy, but you know, people are in the walls now that weren't there before. Yes, and it's actually... Ouch! Fred, no! Go back! Go back! There's been some kind of mistake. Tell George not to... Ouch! George! No! There's no room! Go back quickly and tell Ron... Ouch! Maybe Harry can hear us, Dad. Maybe he'll be able to let us out. So, Harry hears it, and he starts telling them, Hold on! Can you hear me? Calm down. The fireplace has been blocked. Why would they do that? You won't be able... To get through there. And he, uh, Mr. Doc, Mr. Weasley, he says, what on earth did they want to block up the fireplace for? Mm-hmm. Which is what I asked. Why would you do that? I've always wanted to have a fireplace, a working fireplace. Yeah. So if I moved into a place, that in bay windows. I love me a bay, bay window. Bay windows are so nice. I don't know. For me... Uh, I I care very much about natural light, even though I like being in the dark. But it's just because, like, You're I don't know. You're a man of contradictions. I am. Such is life. Yes. No, I like when when I do want natural light, I want to be able to look out into everything. The great outdoors. Yes. Which is why I haven't wanted to move my desk from where it is because right next to me is a window. Yes. Um. Yeah, I love big windows, but I've loved them since forever Mm -hmm. and that love was solidified when i lived in reno you know the place (coughs) that had the giant bay window in the living room oh 
I miss that place. Clay Street apartment. I miss you. It was nice. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. And <coughs> Harry says, they have an electric fire. It's like, why do you have an electric fireplace? I get it. I get it. It's mm-hmm. it's actually more cost effective than if you were to have a, a regular fireplace. Because you have to deal with like chimney sweeping yes. and, and cleaning and all that stuff. And However... A fireplace. It's man. a fireplace, yeah. bro. Yeah. Okay. So, um, after finding out there's no way out, like that Harry can provide them. Yes. Mr. Weasley just blasts his way out. Remember that they are used to using the flu network. Um, yes. So, flu powder, we found out in Book Chamber two. of Secrets. Yeah. Book two. That... You throw some flu powder into a fireplace. Name your destination. You walk in, name your destination, and you're good. You get there. Um, But I always thought, before I read this chapter, I always thought that it was just magical places. Well, he says, I'm not sure if it's actually in this or later on, but that he had it, that he wasn't supposed to, but he had their house connected to the flu network temporarily so as to pick him up easily. Yes. It says muggle fireplaces, he, Mr. Weasley says mm-hmm. it, muggle fireplaces aren't supposed to be connected, strictly speaking, but I've got a useful contact at the flu registra- regulation panel, and he fixed it for me. I can put it right in the jiffy, though, don't worry. I'll light a fire to send the boys back, and then I can repair your fireplace before I disapparate. Harry was ready to bet that the Dursleys hadn't <coughs> understood a single word of this. This is very true. Yeah, no, they did not in any mm-hmm. kind of way understand that because that is uh, what what did Petunia call magic? Call Lily freak. Yeah, it's freakish to them. Yep. So, um, Mister Dursley has the twins go and fetch Harry's trunk from upstairs. Well, they actually volunteered to go get yeah. it because they knew where to go and they were smiling to themselves as they did it. Yeah. And why do they know? Because they broke you know, them up again in, in book two. In book two. Book two. And I think they also awesome. wanted to get a better look at Dudley because wasn't Dudley not? It does downstairs say that in the book. They yeah. want to get a look at him because Harry has spoken so much about him in not the in such a highest of way. terms. Yeah. Um, yeah, they want to get a look at him <coughs> because he's hiding. Because the last time he saw a grown wizard, he ended up with a tail. And can we be honest, this entire time that this is happening, Mr. Weasley's trying so hard to make nice he with is. the Dursleys, and they, they're literally just shunning him the entire time, which is like, I don't know, really frustrating, actually. Oh, man. What? So he looks and he sees the television and the radio, video recorder, and he says, they run off electricity, do they? Yep. He said knowledgeably, ah, yes, I can see the plugs. I collect plugs, plugs, he added to Uncle Vernon, and batteries. Got a very large collection of batteries. My wife thinks I'm mad, but there you are. <laughs> like, he's trying to have a conversation yeah. with them about his interests. Like, hey, I know things about your world. Like, let's have a conversation since our, our children or dependents are friends. Yeah, but no. And the Dursleys are not having any of it. Nope. So on the way, they they discover Dudley. I'm pretty sure there's like a little scene where like he screams and races downstairs to his parents. Yes. Um, and then they 
accidentally. He's holding his bottom. Mm-hmm. He's holding his bottom around them. And, like, um, Mr. Weasley is like, Ah, this is your cousin, is it, Harry? Yep, that's Dudley. Uh, having a good holiday, Dudley, he said kindly. And Dudley whimpers and holds his bottom even Harder. more tightly. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's trying. Um, and it's like, come on. Not every wizard is going to give you a tail. And if you hadn't been eating something you weren't supposed to and acting like a quote-unquote little piggy, um, Hagrid wouldn't have given you one either. True. So, Mr. Weasley can kind of read the room and go, well, we're not wanted here. Let's go. Yeah. It's time to go. So, he actually sends... So, he does incendio to start a fire. We forgot to mention something, though. The twins dropped a bag of toffees on the floor. Well, let me see. Or was it, it one coffee? I'm pretty sure it was just a bag. It didn't happen yet. No, it's, it's like about it did, to. It's as, about to right now. As he sends them, it happens. So he's like, off you go then, Fred. And Fred is the one who drops the bag of sweets. And they try to get pick Big, up. fat toffees mm-hmm. in, hot, in brightly colored wrappers. And he scrambles around, grabbing them all and shoving them back in his pocket. And then... Waves cheerily at uh, the Dursleys and leaves. Followed by the twins leave. Then so Ron it's Fred, leaves. then George. Mm-hmm. Um, then, Ron. then Ron, you're next. He says, see you to the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. And he grins at Harry. And then he's like, now Harry, it's your turn. And he's like, well, bye then. To the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. And they don't say anything to him. But that's when Dudley finds the, the toffee. Hold on. Now mm-hmm. yeah. So, Mr. Weasley, being himself, is oh, like, no. Harry said goodbye to you. Didn't you hear him? And Harry says, it doesn't matter. Honestly, I don't care. Which I think is a lie. I think he does care. But I think that he I wants think to not care. Basically. Yeah. Um, because why would you want to care that nobody bats an eye at the fact that you're leaving and they're not going to see you until <coughs> July. Mm-hmm. Basically a year. Let's be yeah. right here. Um, so, Mr. Weasley has his hand on Harry's shoulder and he's like, you aren't going to say, you aren't going to see your nephew until next summer. Surely you're going to say goodbye to Vernon. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Vernon's face just contorts in fury at the idea of being taught how to be considerate by a man who just blasted through his wall in his living room. Mm-hmm. Um, and his eyes dart to Mr. Weasley's wand because, you know, they're scared of everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, resentfully, goodbye then. <laughs> and Harry's like, uh, see, see you? And he goes to, he goes into the flames, and he's about to say the borough, which is what you have to do when you're trying to get to a place. Just naming say your the destination. Place. Yeah, and that's when he hears the yell, the scream. Mm-hmm. So Dudley, what happened, to Dudley? Well, the twins. I think it was specifically George Fred. who was scooping. No, I think it was George. It was Fred who dropped them and was scooping them into his pocket. Correct, Fred. Um, accidentally, as all good stories start, accidentally. He started it as 
What had happened was... Yes. Accidentally missed one of the toffees. And uh, the person who happened to find it was Dudley. Mm-hmm. And so Dudley, being on a diet and having been restricted the sweets that he likes, found a sweet that he wanted, and so consumed it. Yeah. Um, so Harry wheeled around. Um, Dudley wasn't standing behind his parents anymore, holding his his patootie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was gagging and spluttering on a foot long purple slimy thing that was protruding from his mouth <coughs> that turned out to be his tongue. I'm pretty sure Ampatina tried to rip it out of his mouth. She hurled herself onto the ground next to Dudley, mm-hmm. seized the end of his tongue, and mm-hmm. tried to wrench it from his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, Dudley obviously yelled and sputtered worse, which was making everybody scared. Uncle Vernon <coughs> was yelling and waving his arms around, and Mr. Weasley had to shout so mm. that they could hear him. He's like, not to worry, I can sort him out. Um, it, it's a simple process. It was the toffee, I'm sure. My son Fred, real practical joker. He made it. It's an engorgement charm. It's fine. Well, I, I think I can fix it. Well, Mister uh, Mister Dur- uh, D- Vernon, Jesus, uh, is having none of it and starts to I think throw things at Mister yeah. Weasley. Yeah. And Mister Weasley asks a little China up. figure form yeah. and throws it at him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Now, really, I'm trying to help." Mm-hmm. And so this continues. But think of that then, with like a British accent. Yeah. And then he finally sends Harry back. Like he's like, he's like, go, just go to the burrow. I've got this. Yeah, as he picked up another <coughs> China figure, mm-hmm. and it's uh, yeah, it hits him. It almost hits him, and he's like, just go, just go. I'll fix it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, Harry didn't. It says Harry didn't want to miss the fun. I'm gonna read this because it's the last paragraph of mm-hmm. the chapter. Go for it. Harry didn't want to miss the fun, but Uncle Vernon's second ornament. narrowly missed his left ear and on balance he thought it best to leave the situation to mr weasley he stepped into the fire looking over his shoulder as he said the burrow his last fleeting glimpse of the living room was of mr weasley blasting a third ornament out of uncle vernon's hand with his wand on Petunia screaming and lying on top of Dudley, and Dudley's tongue lolling around like a great slimy python. But next moment, Harry had begun to spin very fast, and the Dursley's living room was whipped out of sight in a rush of emerald green flames. Mm, What's that? So... I think it's interesting, because I thought that in the second movie, they made it blue instead of green. No, it was green. Okay, but the flu powder is blue. The flu powder, if I recall correctly, is gray. It's a grayish blue. More to gray. More to gray, but it has a blue tinge to it. Could be. Okay, anyway. So that's the chapter. Um, again, one of those things where, like, it seems like a lot happens, but the course of the chapter literally is like a ten minute thing. But a lot does happen. We see... We see Harry we see, we see it super anxious to, to go and spend time with people who actually like him. Yeah. I mean, but we also see the the Dursleys are exactly the same. Oh, yeah. They don't Nothing care. Nothing has changed. They're, they're 100% preoccupied with 
seeming normal and basically one-upping people whenever they can. Yes. Um, because Vernon's wearing his best suit. Petunia's making sure the house looks good. Um, Dudley is basically hiding because magic scares him. Yes. Um, because it has only been negative consequences for him. The one thing that I think that we get from this chapter a lot... Number one, we knew that the twins were pranksters. We knew from the start that it hasn't really changed anything. There's no anything different for Ron. But I think they the big thing that we get things is, before. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. This is their, their first foray into actually making these sort of like um, joke shop suites. Yeah, they were actually um, really big uh, <coughs> customers of Zonko's. Yes. So Zonko's is the, the joke shop in, in Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. Yes, which so, Harry is not allowed to go to. Yeah. Well, now he is. Now he is, but he, like, he Yay, hasn't been until this upcoming school year, basically. Right. So, we haven't seen them... I mean, but he has been to Zonkers. Yes, he has been to He wasn't supposed to have been, yeah. but he has been. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen them... We've seen them participate in craziness and cause some craziness, but not fabricate it. Yeah. And this is... Of fabrication and it worked. Yeah, I think the big Wonders. thing is we see how actually good Mr. Weasley is. Yes. In which he tries so hard to make friends with the Dursleys. He tries to make them comfortable. He tries to interact with them in a way that they understand. Talk about electricity and plugs and, and batteries and <laughs> all this stuff. Electricity. Yes. And <laughs> And when things go wrong, him trying to be the voice of reason... Well, before the things go wrong, him trying to show, like, you need to care about the people who are close to you, like Harry. You're not going to see him for 11 months, basically, or 10 months. 10 months. So, like, be nice to him. at least say bye. Pretend like you care. What's wrong with you kind of thing, right? Well, and that's the Um, thing. The The Dursleys wouldn't understand wouldn't understand consideration if it smacked them in the face. If you hear uh, movements, it's our eldest sister is getting ready to move from upstairs to like a new place, so people are moving some stuff around us. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're about to close the finish off anyway. Yeah. Um, so, they wouldn't <clears throat> know how to be considerate if it's smacked them in the face. No, in general, they don't know. Unless it is something that benefits them, they don't know how to do it. Because they Petunia, seem much more c- courteous, those to like, people who aren't magical. No, because Petunia, in the first book, mm-hmm. was known for basically spying on her neighbors so that she could gossip about them and be terrible. That feels like a very housewife to do in the 90s, you know? And Uncle Vernon basically talked crap about everybody. Like in Not the first to their face. in the first book. <coughs> did I say episode the first time? I think I, I meant have. book. In the first book, he was like, "Look at these! Look at these university uh, hoodlums wearing capes and stuff! Like this is ridiculous! Why are they doing that?" The only time we've ever seen them be nice to people. Or if it's Dudley. Well, or when they feel intimidated, actually. Or when they feel intimidated or when they're trying to make a good impression. Yeah. Because with the Masons, they legit were trying to make the best impression possible, wearing their best clothes, making the best food they could, and cakes and stuff. And, like, put, a pudding is a cake. Let's let's talk about that <laughs> um, for a second because, you know. In, in the UK, apparently, pudding is a cake. 
which is I didn't know that until I mean they have well, until um, I was reading this book for the first time. What's that one they made on uh, the Great British Baking Show? The something Lamange or blanc, so, uh, it's basically like a raspberry set like um, pudding slash jello thingy that's like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about it, my brain and it's fine it's fine I don't remember the name but I know yeah like, like that like it's, it's like actually that. pudding but it's a little firmer yes a little, but they actually talk about puddings that are more cake than pudding yes um but anyway like they did that they did all of that for the masons because they were trying to impress them but they don't really care true they just want to get the deal signed so i don't think that they know how to be considerate people true true when you when you mention it like that it feels like they have a real lack of like people skills somehow and they think that they're the most yes. normal people and that everyone else is weird and crazy or, or lesser than them but it's like i don't know they're kind of they are not the kind of people i would want to be around yeah basically or no at all well i wouldn't yeah no because i purposely don't have people like that in my life yeah because i i'm not that kind of person so why yeah. would i associate with no, that no kind exactly of so, I think that what we got from this chapter is actually a real treat. We see some character development, and we see more of Mr. Weasley. Mr. Weasley is kind of like one of the most low-key characters in this entire series, I but he him. is great. Yeah, he's great. He Can sort we just of, start calling him Arthur? Yeah. Okay. He like really, really believes in his children. Mm-hmm. He really adores the people who are close to his family, like Harry. Uh, and Harry, Hermione. In it, what was it? Book one, book two. But it was book mm. two. It's always book two. In <laughs> Chamber of Secrets, when Harry is is at the burrow for the first time, he literally is like, "Oh hey, how you doing? Who are you? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're 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 Harry. You're Ron's. Friend. Oh, you're Harry Potter. Really? Oh, you're Ron's friend. Yeah. Like, welcome to my house. Enjoy my food. You're awesome. Yeah. Like. You would suspect that he he'd have a kind of maybe a different reaction. I feel like if I were in his position, I'd be like, okay, and like gone to talk to my wife and my child yeah. who was his friend, and been like, you guys kind of have to tell me about this kind of thing. And so he just goes, and he's like, all right, cool, good morning. What's, what's the function of a rubber duck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, but honestly, I was actually reading something in mm-hmm. a Facebook group that I'm in where they posted that. It's not necessarily that Arthur Weasley didn't know the function of a rubber duck. It was that he was trying to have a conversation, uh, a seemingly harmless conversation with somebody who had their their walls up um, to ask him something that he could answer to help him bring his guard down to build some sort of rapport. So that's it's a great psychological tool. The fact is, is that I think that is the case. And I, th- and I also, in He's the same group... He's been working with muggle artifacts for how long, you know? Like, yes. there's no way he doesn't know what rubber ducks... Rubber ducks are just for a bathtub yeah. to kind of just have fun with or whatever. I also read in the same group mm-hmm. another meme where they were talking about 
why would Molly Weasley in book one in Philosopher slash Sorcerer's Stone be like, now where is it again? Platform oh, yeah. nine to and three quarters. choose a plant by Dumbledore to... Not necessarily a plant, but that wasn't the one. I've seen that one too. Okay. But it was a, she sees a kid by themselves. Who looks nervous. Who looks lost and nervous. So she's walking around and they pro- have probably walked by him a couple times but because he's so nervous he hasn't noticed Mm -hmm. until she says it loud enough for him to hear and that she does this all the time whenever she sees kids traveling on their own i I like that one better because i feel like it's like less yeah less planned it's more of something that she just does because like there are going to be kids who don't know how to get onto the platform. Yeah. Even if the kids are with adults, like their mm-hmm. parents, their parents probably might not know either. If the kid, like, if they're muggle-born. Because I'm, it seems like wizarding families really tell their kids a bit about getting to Hogwarts and what they can expect. Not a always. Bit. A little bit. I think, at least. I, I think it depends on the family because the Weasleys kind of were like, hands off, we're not telling you much. It was like, when we get to the train station, this is how you get onto the train. Like, that's literally how they told you. Have fun. Yeah, they never told them what to expect at school because, like, it's an adventure. It's Hogwarts, you know? It's not a normal school. It's a build-your-own-adventure school. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, yeah. (laughs) So, I think that Harry standing there by himself with his trunk and Hedwig looking lost standing there stock still not sure of what to do and she's coming from this direction you know he's standing here she's coming from this direction like she's coming from far off she can see him yeah she can see that he he's not moving he doesn't know what to do and he actually asked and he has hedwig on his trunk she sees the owl in the cage yes and the trunk yeah like, I mean, the trunks are a little more, inc- uh, more. Yeah, but the owl on the trunk, like it makes. Yeah. It, you put those both together, you're like, okay. Yeah, and that's when she's walking by him. He notices, and then. Yes. So, so. the the meme is she does this every year mm-hmm. to to pretty much. It's, it's a perfectly acceptable headcanon. Yeah, and it's not that she did it because it was Harry Potter. She did because it, it was a kid who was lost. Exactly. Who needed help. And, like, the kids are in on it, and they help, too. Mm-hmm. So, I love that one. So, it makes sense to me that that's what she would do, and that that's what Arthur would do. They have a gaggle of kids. Well, doesn't Ginny, as a child, say, like, good luck to Harry? Yeah. They have a gaggle of kids, and they know what to do to help their kids, help kids in general, feel more comfortable. Yeah. So, it makes sense that Harry loves them, because and loves being around them because he feels like it matters to them that he's there yeah which he doesn't get with his family air quotes yes so i mean that's that's kind of the end i guess for this chapter yeah um we love them yeah i think the weasleys are one of the big standouts for this entire series. Um, yes. The the loss they've already had in terms of Molly losing her brothers in the first Wizarding War, uh, war which we find out later. Yes. Um, it's a kind of a spoiler, but it's, it doesn't really affect the story at all. No. So I think we've mentioned it before as well. Yes. Uh, Gideon and Fabian Pruitt were her brothers. Which I think is cute because Gideon G, Fabian F, 
Mm-hmm. And the twins are Fred and George. Yes. Um, they, they've lost so much for the, the betterment of wizard kind. And they're still kind and, they're still, and wonderful people. Yeah. I think it's, it's something that, I don't know, people don't focus enough on the Weasley family. They don't. They, they care about the twins because the twins are funny. They care about Ron because Ron is part of the trio. But no one really mentions how good Molly and Arthur are. How good Bill and Charlie are. How... We get to meet Bill and Charlie in the next one. In the next chapter. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, I mean, Percy is Percy. Ugh. And now Percy goes from being head boy okay. Percy to ministry Percy. Yep. I think we already saw the le- that in the letter. Yes, but yep. we actually get to see it in how, person. How absolutely obnoxious he is. Yeah. Um... So that's that. Oh, wait, our next. Ah, whoa. We love you. Bye. Hoot, hoot, bye. Did you just do.